Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And thanks for being with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We've got all kinds of things to get into today. It is a another full full day where we're going to have to pick and choose because there's just too much time. It's happy. There's just too much stuff and too little time. I think it's Happy Jeffy Day, isn't it? Because it's a Fat Tuesday. So it? it's a, it's a day to celebrate oh. Jeffy. Yeah. So uh, we have hmm. that going for us. I didn't realize it was Fat Tuesday. Right? Yeah. Tomorrow's Ash Wednesday. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So Fat Fat Tuesday is the day you're supposed to do what? Exactly. I think live it up yeah, before you repent or whatever and move into the uh, holy season of Lent. Uh, it's really kind of a strange concept, isn't it? Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not sure that's what God wants us to do. Right. Uh, but okay. <sighs> well, New, New Orleans has to have a reason to exist. Yeah, I guess. So I guess so. Uh, so we'll get into all of that. But first, let me let me tell you about uh, uh, about realestateagentsitrust.com. Because if you're thinking of buying or selling a home this year, maybe you're doing both. Maybe you're going to relocate to a new area. You got to sell a home and then you got to buy one. Realestateagentsitrust.com is where you should go. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your town when you go there. Uh, Glenn created this company seven years ago and he did it because he had a terrible yeah, time with his realtor and you know that she was fine worst she, process trying to sell a home yeah oh it is gosh. it's really it's it's stressful and when it doesn't go well like it didn't for glenn and tanya then it's it's really bad for you because they lost a lot of money on that and it was really frustrating and apparently their agent was a friend of a friend or something Ugh. and so it was tough to get rid of her <laughs> um you don't want to have to go through that and Glenn's team has vetted these realtors really carefully based on what kind of marketing plan they have, what, what's their track record, uh, and they're fans of the show. So you know you've got that going in. It's just a great way to buy and to sell. So go to Real Estate Agents I Trust. Let us introduce you to the best realtor in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. He's Pat Gray. He's unleashed. I am. He's on the blades. It's true. All of that is. She didn't lie about any of that. So. <laughs> We've started out really well yeah. by telling the three truth here. Three for three. Yeah. Pat Gray. <laughs> check. He's, he's unleashed. Unleashed. Check. He's here. He's on the blaze. On the blaze. That's like yeah. the triple crown of accuracy there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So good. Uh-huh. Good. Okay. We're off to a Good really start. accurate start, and that's what you want, I think, in a radio show, right? Yes, yes. Isn't that what you yes. want? That's what I want. I don't presume to speak for everyone else out there. I want you. somebody who's going to be accurate mm-hmm. to the letter yeah. in everything they say. And so far, oh, so good. Then I better not show. speak. No, that's that's a good point. <laughs> so uh, Bernie Sanders talking fundamental transformation Ugh, really? of America, just like Obama did. Uh, 11 years ago. And he began that process. Bernie's trying to finish it. And so, um, you know, he spoke to, we talked about this the other day. He had 12,000 people at the Navy Pier. And I, I, I just, I can't believe it. I can't believe that these throngs of people show up for this old, uh, grizzled socialist <laughs> Yeah. I don't understand it. That's true. He's he's not appealing in any way. He's a socialist and he's old. Yeah. Why 
are young people. Did he break into song? It sounded I, like it was like a concert or something happening, man. He was out of the Navy Pier. Uh, 12,000 people gathered. Yeah. Could have been a little show going on, huh? Yeah. Huh. Little Bernie Sings. I think so. I mean, he has a past where he's done that before, right? So, uh, yes. Hmm. Yeah. He, he has done that before. Um, but he is promising uh, the transformation of the United States of America. And he's going to do that through trans- transforming us into a socialist nation. That's his intent. Uh, and Obama, again, started that process. Bernie Sanders wants to finish it. It just can't be allowed. We can't allow it to happen. Um, he actually, the reason he was so big in Chicago is because, I, I guess, uh, like 130 years ago, he went to the University of Chicago. Well, Bernie did? Yeah. Well, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. He's big in MAGA country? Right. Wow, who could have seen that coming? Man, he is going to get votes from all across the aisle. Wow, that's good stuff there. I didn't know that he was big in MAGA country as yeah, well. Yeah, hmm. so um, <laughs> he he apparently um, transferred to the University of Chicago, hmm. was arrested in 1963 there while protesting the squalid conditions of mobile trailers mm-hmm. the city provided to reduce overcrowding at Southside schools instead of integrating black schools with their white peers. And Bernie was upset by that. Uh, he said, my activities here in Chicago taught me a very important lesson that I have never forgotten. Real change never play- takes place from the top on down. It takes place from the bottom on up. Uh, all Again, these, here we go. Yes. The bottom up, mm-hmm. top down, fundamental transformation of America. This is the Obama message just being carried to its conclusion now. And all of these old socialists, man, it's their street cred when they can say, I was arrested back in the 1960s, and uh, he's just one of them. And uh, uh, it's scary that that he has still got this kind of uh, pull, uh, and the Isn't Democratic it? Party is making their bed for 2020, and it is going to be a stark contrast. Uh, yeah, uh, it really is. His message of social and economic justice underscored his hour-long address to the packed arena, marking one of the first events of his latest bid uh, for the White House. And I think, yeah, I think while he was there, he did sing, This Land is Your Land. As I went walking, highway, I saw above me, he saw it. I saw below me, oh, that time he that saw time he it, he just right. saw it. Yeah. Weird, it's strange. This land was made for you and me. Yeah. This land yeah. Oh gosh, the uh, cheesy so good. 70s background vocals. So good. Yeah. <laughs> to the New York Island. What what did he you, you know you like you go to Six Flags or something and you can you can mm-hmm. you record yourself in like a music studio, <clears throat> cut your own song. Mm-hmm. Like Almost like Rebecca Black did Friday. It's Friday. Fr- I think that's what uh, Bernie did. I think he was at Six Flags back in the 70s. Like, you and know just what? recorded that. Well, the family's getting ice cream. I'm going to go in here and cut a track or two. <laughs> and that's what I we saw a studio, so I'm going to use it. <sighs> and uh, you and know, there it is. Politicians have to understand when they do stuff and they get it recorded, whether mm-hmm. it's audio or video, it lives forever. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, and maybe shouldn't, maybe shouldn't never have lived at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Beto with his guitar, um, mm-hmm. 
Joe Biden, of course, mm-hmm. with his uh, villages. With the villages. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just uh, when you do something on tape, uh, it's going to live forever. Um, and 2020 uh, is going to be so much fun. Uh, so even after all of this, even after all the socialism that has been discussed, that has been admitted to, that has been talked about, that the Democrat Party has embraced, the Dallas Morning News today runs a story about Trump and the GOP making socialism the boogeyman. <laughs> I, I mean, what does it take really? before talking about socialism is pretty legitimate? The article goes, Democrats bristle, but Republicans have successfully, Republicans have successfully framed the 2020 election as a struggle against socialism. An ideology that not one Democratic contender says they advocate. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) I'm sorry, not one of them advocates it? Bernie Sanders is an avowed socialist, and every other candidate that's worth mentioning and while aoc supports the same policies exactly she's not a candidate in 2020 they've all embraced her socialist platform we have a sound clip today we have a video clip today of a reporter asking her as a democratic socialist as he's that's he's addressing her yeah and they get onto the question she doesn't correct him she doesn't say no she's just like yeah mm -hmm, well of course she's and she she is also an avowed socialist she's a democratic socialist this, this is unbelievable. They've embraced that, it long before the Republicans tried to label them that. But the Dallas Morning News mm-hmm. is so pathetic and so illegitimate that they're trying to deny the fact that Democrats have fully embraced socialism. And it's just, this is a boogeyman created by the Republican Party. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason they deny it, that they're socialists, because they can't win that way. All they do is advocate socialist policies. And then they tell you, but no, I'm not a socialist. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Not a socialist at all. They have all, all embraced social medicine. All of them want Medicare for all. What is that? That's socialism. They have all embraced, as far as I know, the free college education. Socialism. They have mostly embraced the minimum minimum income for all socialist policy i mean you go down the line and it is it is socialism you can you can call it whatever you want you can call it democracy that's why we don't use that term because democracy is a code word now for socialism yeah who was it was it perez who was being interviewed just a few weeks ago i think it was on meet the press uh, I think it was the chairman of the DNC, uh, and I think he was confronted with, "Hey, you know, you've got these socialists in the Democratic Party. Uh, you know, is that a problem? Do you have a you know issue with that? Or something along those lines." And he effectively said, "You know, ah, oh, it's like a it's a big tent. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, you know we we welcome all voices. So they have yes. fully embraced socialist in their ranks." And he called AOC the future the future of the party. Called her the future of the party. Mm-hmm. So socialism is the future of the party. Here, by the way, is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez at the opening of her New York district office as she takes a hard stance on (laughs) Venezuela and Maduro. (laughs) 
Okay. It's going to cut out again like it did yesterday? Okay, that's not working. Uh, I don't know why, but uh, it isn't again. Okay, good. So she refused to she refused uh, to denounce Maduro in Venezuela. Uh, she talked about non-intervention and completely skirted the issue, talked about their democracy. They don't have a democracy. It's a dictatorship. In Venezuela. It's a socialist dictatorship. There is no democracy in Venezuela. And it's a it's a collapsed, failed economy because of socialism. And still, uh, the Dallas Morning News writes this article, this slop, uh, about how the Republicans are making a boogeyman out of socialism. Yeah, the thing is, is, boogeymen don't exist. Socialism is alive and well in the Democratic Party. Mm. Uh, Democrats are calling it, uh, the comparison to socialism, ridiculous and inflammatory. <laughs> it's inflammatory? You've all embraced it. What do you mean it's inflammatory? Embracing a more expansive social safety net, they say, is fundamentally different from the autocratic socialism practiced in Cuba, Venezuela, or the former Soviet Union. In Texas uh, last year, 11-term Congressman Pete Sessions uh, talked about Colin Allred as a socialist, but to no avail, Allred beat him here in Texas. Um, Senator Cruz kind of labeled O'Rourke's, Beto O'Rourke's policies that way, and they were, that they are that way. And he actually won, so... It does work some of the time. But uh, O'Rourke, Beto claims to be a capitalist. He told the Dallas Morning News, uh, Morning News I'm, a, I'm a capitalist. I, I don't see how we're able to meet any of the fundamental challenges that we have as a country without, in part, harnessing the power of the market. Ooh, what a strong endorsement of capitalism. <laughs> um, so... Kamala Harris says that uh, she's never seen Bernie Sanders as a socialist. But she says it works well for their base. Most of our friends think Democrats are a bunch of freeloaders. We're not. Harris said, first of all, I am not a socialist. The Republican line of attack is to call everyone, including you, a socialist. One Iowan told Julian Castro, who is also a socialist, frankly. I mean... If, if they have the same policies as a socialist, they act like a socialist, they support other socialists like Maduro, they are socialists. They can call themselves whatever they want. It, it doesn't matter. But Castro says, yeah, they'll call people socialist, even though socialism means the state controlling the means of production. Nobody in this race is calling for the state to control the means of production and nobody's actually embracing socialism. Well, except for Bernie Sanders, Ocasio-Cortez, Kamala Harris. They're all embracing the policies. Again, yes. Is it the means of production? No. But they all have socialist programs that drag us further and further into that abyss. 
I just it's it's amazing to see articles like this that completely dismiss it as if where have you where have you been? Are you have you been in a cave in Afghanistan for the last five years? How do you not see what's happening here? No, what they what they have been able to do is to just fly under the radar with socialist par, uh, um, priorities and uh, programs. And not call it that for the longest time. And now you've got people who are outwardly um, embracing it in the party. And it's blowing their cover. And so now they've they got to like they always have to flip it. It's always they have to flip yeah. it to the other side and then blame them. In other words, mm-hmm. here's an example. The left filled with racist and racist policies. Okay. What do they do? They make the claim that, oh, no, well, the right is so racist. Okay. And so in this yeah. case, they have socialist policies. Oh, look, they're calling us socialists. Well, that's because you are. They always flip the argument, and they uh, do it well. And, and, and they're really it's good at so it. So ridiculous <clears throat> that this country is so on the brink, so close to fully embracing socialist policies. Mm-hmm. But it seems like every four years is the most important election of our lifetime. My gosh, can we just can we have one election where it's not? I just want one election where it's not. The I don't most think important. there will ever ever be an election where it's not the most important. Ah, just please. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We're excited to have a new sponsor, uh, the Wonder Bible. Wonder Bible is a handheld audio Bible that's great for anybody of any age to hear the powerful words of the Bible anytime, anywhere. Uh, it contains the complete Old and New Testament in the King James version. It also has what's the other version? It has uh, New International version. New International version. Spanish version. Oh, it's in Spanish. Kids version? Yeah. Wow. Four options. Wow. It's portable. Uh, you can see it's small enough to fit in your pocket. Comes with a rechargeable lithium battery, including a USB charging cable. Lasts up to 10 hours on a single charge. So this is a great way to listen to everything in the Bible. Easy to skip any chapter you want. Pause at any point and come back to it later. Wonder Bible is great. For reflective contemplation and spiritual restoration. Buy one Wonder Bible for $39.99 plus $599 P&H. Get an optional second Wonder Bible for 50% off with free shipping and handling. Makes a great gift for friends or family members. To order yours, go to uh, wonderbible.com or you can call 1-800-558-4122. 1-800-558-4122. 22 or at wonderbible.com Beware that gray is unleashed Actually it's nothing to be afraid of Something to be very very excited about Is it a boogeyman? Uh no. <laughs> no, it's an actual thing. Okay. It's an actual thing. Gotcha. And for Judy, I haven't really been on a leash. Okay, it's just that uh, it's a kind of a <laughs> metaphor. Metaphor, if Maybe. you will. I don't, if I don't you will, know. is it? Yeah, it's sort is of. Is that the proper use of the word of. metaphor? <laughs> I really slept through that class. <laughs> like, as, similar to, whatever. Mm-hmm. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it Pat unleashed on uh, Twitter. Uh, Promiscuous fish tweets. New Orleans has a reason to ac- exist. Oh, uh, Keith. Uh-huh. Someone has to win the NFC South. Oh, that's awesome. That nice is. job. I don't like it. <laughs> Kool-Aid drinker, uh, put that in your pipe. Now, Judy, when Pat says, uh, thank you for being with us, we're not actually with him. <laughs> we're just 
listening to him on the radio. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a good clarification. Thank you. Good, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Rocky with an I. Someone should make a 2020 hit parade, a compilation of all the Dems who have recorded a song. That's a good idea. Oh, ah, yeah. So we got Bernie Sanders. Yeah, Bernie. We got Beto with his guitar. And, and don't forget Joe. Joe. Middle class Joe. <laughs> Friendly of town. So good. And and there's there's been uh, a lot of your listeners are saying they've got some still shots of um Hickenlooper. Um he is uh, gonna run for uh president. He was the former Jim governor. Jim Hickenlooper? Yeah. The Wow Jim Hickenlooper. The former governor of Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. And uh, there's I'm some still shots of him that. playing the guitar. I may have found something of him actually playing the guitar, so we'll try to... Uh, oh, hmm. yeah, I think so. Yeah, cool. Look at that. I'll send this to oh. you. Look at there. Look, Look at there. That. He's yeah, about right. to do a bar code right there. A bar, a bar chord uh, right there. What, what, why are you playing a guitar that's got all these autographs on it, man? What's your problem? Anyway, so I'll send this to you, Pat. Uh, But uh, he has a chance to distinguish himself. Not that the Democratic Party, they've moved well past moderation. But this is a guy that supported fracking in his state and, in fact, drank the substance they used to frack with in front of like a like a hearing there at the state capitol. Um, That's kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. Do that. What kind of lunatic would you have to be to drink fracking juice? Mm -hmm. Because it's all natural stuff. It sounds like something Stu would do. Didn't Stu do it? Yeah. Uh, Oh, I thought he did the the plant killer. stuff. Yeah, he did. But he might have fracking too. I might have. So anyway, this guy, I'm sorry, he's about, mm. you know, 12 years too late for the Democratic Party. Or more. Or more. Or more. And uh, Jim Hickenlooper. Uh, so we're now up to 4,776 candidates uh, on that stage <laughs> yes. for the Democrats? Yes. So. Oh, my gosh. Well, we still not as many are, as are going to be on that stage, of course. There's going to be a lot more, Declare. When, when the first debate... The first Democratic debate is coming up in just a couple of months, I think. Isn't it August or is is it before that? I think it's before (laughs) that because it just occurred to me that remember when uh, when my boy Andrew Yang, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. He said he needed to raise some money. Yeah. The first one is in June. Wow. Good grief. (laughs) That's great. I mean, it's going to take that long. It's going to be fun though. It's going to be fun. How are they? It's because didn't they vow... To have everybody on stage at the same time, we're not going to do some uh, little kitty table like the Republicans did last time. Oh, okay, you're going to have everybody on the same stage at the same time? Seriously. You're going to give them, what, five seconds apiece? That'll be interesting Seriously. to see. Seriously. So, as the Dallas Morning News is cluelessly talking about the Republicans using socialism as a boogeyman, New York Magazine, which, by the way, not exactly... A Fox News. <laughs> no. New York Magazine has their article, When Did Everyone Become a Socialist? <laughs> so at least there is some awareness going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, they actually have noticed the Democrat Party and how socialist they've become and how everybody has adopted socialist policies. And you couple that with um, another article. Millennium millennials don't even know what socialism is. How many times have we seen that? Uh, when we've done more on trivia 
on on Friday mornings during football season. Oh. We used to ask it all the time, every week. Uh, what is socialism? And I think out of I don't know twenty or thirty times we asked the question, there was one person that knew what it was. <laughs> one. In two years of asking that question, I think we found one person. Everybody else thought it was socializing. <laughs> Everybody else thought it was <clears throat> some form of social, social media. media. Mm-hmm. They don't know what socialism is, but they think they love it. Uh, anyone who isn't a socialist uh, at 20 has no heart. It goes the old phrase. But anyone who isn't a conservative by 40 has no brain. Winston Churchill, I think. That's... Uh, I mean, millennials are, though, except they're ignorant of socialism's economic and human rights history and increasingly embracing socialism and naively unrealistic prescriptions for ending all human want. Because that's what's been presented to them in the school system, in the education system, that socialists want everybody to be equal. (laughs) They don't they don't want anybody to be poor. They want to eliminate poverty completely. Hmm. They're pretty bad at it then because uh, yeah. they were responsible for a lot of deaths all through the 20th century. A lot of deaths, a lot of poverty. Yeah. Oh, Starvation boy. everywhere. Create the problems and then come up with the solution to fix them. Gallup reports that 57% of Democrats have a positive view of socialism. 57% of Democrats. But... Don't forget, this is just made up by the Republican Party. The boogeyman. But do they even have any idea what they're talking about? The same poll shows respondents supporting small business and free enterprise and rejecting the idea that government is doing too little. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. Mm -mm. And again, it's because they're being told socialism is great in school, but they're not being taught what socialism is in school. These socialists insist they don't support repressive states like the Soviet Union or North Korea. But Sanders, Bernie Sanders and the rest refuse to say a critical word about Venezuela, which, of course, is uh, on the brink of total and complete collapse. They've already collapsed economically. But they do point to the Scandinavian style socialism they love so much. In Denmark and Finland, Norway and Sweden, that's the true socialism. Oh, that's the socialism that is protected by uh, big bad America? Yeah. Mm. Uh, plus, that's the socialism that isn't exactly socialism. Mm. They're not exactly, they're not socialist states. They have capitalist economies. Do they have socialist programs? Yes. Uh, but they're not socialist countries. Venezuela is a socialist country. Cuba, Soviet Union, those, you know, and in fact, those went all the way to communism. Uh, but it is it is uh, ridiculous to say that Denmark and Norway and Sweden are socialists. And the other thing that's ridiculous to say about them is that they have a better way of life than we do because they don't. They don't live the same sort of lifestyle as we do because their taxes are way too high. They can't. They can't afford uh, the lifestyle that we have in the United States. So we need to reject all forms of socialism. The socialist uh, tendencies, the socialist policies, and certainly a socialist economy. 
888 900 uh, And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let me tell you about iTarget Pro. This is uh, something that you can have an awful lot of fun with. And it might really improve uh, your firearm skills. And that could be something that saves your life or the life of someone else when you get right down to it. Hopefully you'll never have to. It'll never come to that. But if it does, you want to be ready. If somebody breaks into your home, for instance, in the middle of the night, you want to be able to defend yourself and your family. So this allows you to do all of that at home. You just practice in the comfort and privacy of your own home. This uses your smartphone and their app. And it tracks a caliber-specific laser that fits in your firearm instead of the bullet. And then the laser detects exactly where your shots land on the target. Completely safe. Comes with your caliber-specific laser, the targeting system, and instructions so you can start right away when your system gets there. Plus, this month, you can get 10% off plus free shipping with the offer code PAT when you purchase the iTarget Pro system. Your kids will have fun with this. You'll have fun with this, and you're going to save a bunch of money because you don't have to buy a bunch of ammo and pay range fees and drive back and forth to the range multiple times. Save money, save time, take your skill to the next level, and do it having a lot of fun at home. Yeah, practice in the dark. Not kidding. Just really? turn, turn the dimmer down on your mm-hmm. phone. Practice in the dark in a real situation that could happen. Yeah, it's a good idea. It's awesome. It's iTargetPro. The letter I, then TargetPro.com. iTargetPro.com. Offer code PAT. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. So here was uh, AOC yesterday when she was asked by a reporter to uh, if she would denounce Maduro in Venezuela. As a democratic socialist, I'm mm-hmm. wondering if, uh, what are your thoughts on the Venezuelan crisis that's happening yeah. right now? And if you would denounce the Maduro regime? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I think so, that, that this is mm-hmm. absolutely a complex issue. I think it's... No, a- it's, it's really not. No, it's really not a complex issue. He asked you if you would denounce the brutal dictator who's uh, killing citizens right now, having squads go around uh, Caracas and kill people who oppose him. Do, do you support that, or do, can you denounce that? Important that uh, that we approach this very carefully. One, uh-huh. I am, um, yeah. I'm a, You're, myself, uh, just like uh-huh. anyone else, who just is like absolutely else. concerned with the humanitarian crisis that's happening. The and crises. I think it's important mm-hmm. that any solution that we have centers yeah. the Venezuelan people and centers the democracy of, of Venezuelan people yeah, first. They, they don't I have am a very concerned about U.S. interventionism in Venezuela, mm-hmm. and I oppose it, especially yeah. when we talk about... Um, a figure mm-hmm. like U.S. Special Envoy Elliot Abrams here. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's he's pled guilty uh, to several crimes related to Iran-Contra, and I don't think mm-hmm. that we should be, you know, I am generally opposed to U.S. interventionism as a principle, but particularly under this administration yeah, and under his leadership, I not think really it's a question, profound but mistake. No, yes. And she moved on. <clears throat> so... And she doesn't know how to say crisis and crises. Right. Crises would be plural. Mm-hmm. You were talking singular. Mm-hmm. It's right up there with peoples as far as I'm concerned. It's also great that she can't denounce uh, Maduro in nope. Venezuela. None That's of them great. Can. None of they them can't. Can. Bernie Sanders did the same thing. Uh, I'm opposed to, to the interventionism. Yeah, that wasn't the question. 
why can't you denounce Maduro? Why can't you announce uh, denounce the brutal dictatorship in Venezuela? Well, because they're they're kindred spirits. They're like-minded with him. That's why. They support socialists and socialist dictators. They're not going to denounce it. It's amazing. It's really amazing to watch this and to see that she still gets support from her constituents. How is it possible in this country you can support a person like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? It's madness. This is the United States of America. Did you ever think we'd be in a place where you'd be listening to this kind of slop coming out of a representative (laughs) and people wouldn't be demanding that she be impeached or that she wouldn't be in office in the first place? Thank you. That's how far gone New York is, man. Yeah, she's actually in office. And nobody's clamoring to have her impeached. Same with... uh, Ilan Omar, oh my Rashida Tlaib, Hideous. all three of them should be out of office. It's crazy. But no, their hatred for Trump is so strong and so intense. That's all we can focus on right now. We've just got to focus on getting Donald Trump out of office. Wow. 888-933-93. And it, uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. By the way, another freezing cold day in Dallas, Texas. What is it, 22 this morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 21? It's up from 21 yesterday, so we're getting there. I mean, it's it was it didn't get out of the 20s yesterday. Yeah, it's no minus 31 outside mm. of Helena, though. <laughs> well, it's only 21 below right now in Helena, I checked. Ooh, I checked, yeah, I checked the mean streets. Call me there. 21 below. Mm. Uh, but, you know, so think of that. That's... 44 degrees colder than it is here. <laughs> I know. And I don't think we got a freezing yesterday. No, we? we didn't. We didn't get out of the 20s. It was 27 for the high. Uh, at least where I was. It was 27 was the highest it got. And, you know, our, our pool has a, a uh, waterfall that if it freezes, it will crack the pipes in it and ruin it. And so it automatically turns on when it gets this cold so it doesn't freeze oh wow and so it's been running for like 48 hours just continually going just wow man my 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 pool and my waterfall Mm -hmm. same same thing same thing it's like in fact Mm -hmm. i don't know about your waterfall but mine is Mm -hmm. like it's like 12 feet high yeah it just cascades down it's so pretty (laughs) and it's just over the rocks and the whatnot are you are you mocking i don't that i have of course not Mm, okay no no um, but uh, so but imagine without global warming, what would the temperature be? Oh, hmm. well, can you imagine if the oceans didn't absorb all the heat? It would be 200 <laughs> degrees hotter than it is right now. So it oh. would be 221 degrees right now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, if it weren't for global if it warming, for the global warming. Yeah. 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 Which I don't know if you're going to get to this later, but you've got kids <clears throat> uh, suing the federal government and that, that continues to move forward. Uh, they're, their case against the federal government because the federal government... Where is that? Yeah, give me that story because... Well, they, they've laid their own trap, the federal government, by saying, look, it's uh, man-made, blah, blah, blah. And so now these kids are suing... Um, because we've ruined the planet for them. Yeah, here, start on this. I'll get, Which you, I'll get you the better one. kind of makes sense, actually, right? I mean, we, we keep telling them. We keep giving them this fuel. Of course, they're going to use it eventually. And they did. So it's endangering their future. 
and violating their constitutional rights to life, liberty, and property. Hmm. Now, it's interesting that abortion isn't doing that for, for kids. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. <laughs> don't, I mean, that, don't be silly. It's not abortion that's limiting people's or endangering their future and violating their constitutional right to life, liberty, and property. Whoa, whoa, we're raising little socialists, I thought. <laughs> what do they mean? They want some property now? I guess Here, so. Here, take the other one right there. Take the uh, This one? one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they are suing the U.S. government for failing to protect them against climate change in a case that could force authorities to rapidly decarbonize <laughs> the American economy. Shut up. Uh, wow. The unprecedented, lo- <laughs> unprecedented lawsuit accuses successive administrations of knowing the science of climate change but not taking enough action to protect U.S. citizens from the damage it causes. I, I, I just can't take this stuff. I, can't I, I, I just can't take it. And just for the record, um, kids, uh, you are in courts of law um, that are um, uh, brought to you not by socialist governments uh, that, would, that would stop uh, capitalism and, and capitalistic imp- enterprises such as, I don't know, energy... Fossil fuels, as we have learned lately from this cold snap, mm-hmm. your stupid green policies that you equally love, uh, that th- those don't work. Those <laughs> don't work when it get cold. Yeah. So, so just uh, they have no concept. Just understand, you're going to freeze to death if you shut down fossil fuels, kids. That's all. The case, uh, first filed in 2015, initially dismissed by most legal observers as hopeless, but in a 2016 federal judge ruling, Ann Aiken. Stunned the government by refusing its attempt to end the case. Wait, Ann Aiken? Yeah, who do you think? Uh, who do you think she was appointed? Obama. By? I don't know. Let's see. Clinton. Okay. Let's find out. Here we go. This is gonna be fun. Clinton or Obama? Clinton would be my guess. It's Clinton. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, this case is everything. This is the climate case. We have everything to lose if we don't act on climate change right now. My generation and all the generations to come will die. Uh, one of the kids said. Others in the 21-strong group of youths are much younger, including 11-year-old Levi Dreheim. Now, that's I want 11-year-old Lehi Dreheim to determine the future of this country. Is he voting yet? Not yet. No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. All right. He lives on a barrier island in Florida, which is just one mile wide and barely above sea level. That's kind of stupid. Especially if you believe in climate change. Get the hell out of there. Wait a minute. Levi. Hold on. What's his name? Levi Dreheim. Okay. How do you spell Dreheim? I'm finding out right now. D-R-A-H-E-I-M. Mm-hmm. Follow me here. This is important. Because if you live on a barrier island in Florida, mm-hmm. you are quite well to do. So why don't you take your privilege and mm-hmm. pass it around, Levi? Yeah. Well, and move. I mean, if you strongly believe that uh, the the ocean is rising. What are you doing on a barrier island, Dumbo? Listen, listen to this. Listen to this article I found that involves Levi Dreheim. In 2040, the year when the UN Interne- Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change predicts the planet will be irreversibly damaged by rising temperatures, Levi Dreheim will be just 33. Wow. So that's when. Uh, so now it's 2040 mm. that it's irreversible. I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Wait, I don't understand. I thought we had we've passed. I thought we've markers. already. Yeah, we've passed we have, so many. We, we have twenty thirty is one from AOC. I mean, I boy, they just keep moving the goalpost. So, 
Uh, he said he fears climate change will soon force his home underwater. Yeah, that's why you should move, stupid. That's why you don't live on an island like that, especially if you believe as you do. Uh, and your parents obviously do, because that's where you got it. Let's check out the old uh, situation in Satellite Beach, Florida. Le- Levi said, I fear that I won't have a home here in the future. Okay, well, Julia Olson, a lawyer from the charity Our Children's Trust, which is coordinating the case, said her team had uncovered evidence dating all the way back to Lyndon Johnson's administration, which showed the government knew how dangerous greenhouse gas emissions could be on the climate. Mm-hmm. But despite every president for 50 years knowing burning fossil fuels was dangerous, the plaintiffs argue the government has failed in its duty to protect their life, liberty, and happiness by not taking more drastic action. Huh. Uh, Professor Carlson said if the children managed to win their case, it could dramatically change the landscape in America. It'd be massive, particularly if they've won, if they won what they're asking for, which is to get the federal government out of the business in any way, subsidizing fossil fuels and get them into the business of dramatically curtailing greenhouse gases in order to protect the children who are the plaintiffs in order to create a safe climate. Oh, that would be annoying. That's all we want. That's all the kids want, man, is a safe climate. S- subsidizing fossil fuels. Do you know that, I agree that wind and solar mm-hmm. are subsidized Thank you. 25 to 1 over we... fossil fuels? Yep. 25 to 1. Stop subsidizing this renewable energy bull crap. Well, yeah, I mean, you've got uh, <sighs> California learning the hard way. Um, and how all of those companies were directly tied to these subsidies mm-hmm. and not making any money, and these companies are going out of business. You've got the town. We just had the article. Georgetown, Texas, decided to go all green. Al Gore was their biggest fan. Oh, Georgetown, so great. And they, uh, how much? How many millions of dollars there in the hole? Uh, we got the electric co- uh, mm-hmm. costs are going up now. Um, it's a nightmare, man. It doesn't make sense. And if it does, we would be on board with it. Yeah madness it's just it, it's not ready we're, we're not there we're not there for the wind and solar thing and we just had that story this week the wind turbines got so cold they stopped turning mm-hmm. and they had to switch over to coal-fired power plants so they didn't freeze to death and these kids are genuinely terrified they're scared you heard yeah, them in I diane know. feinstein's office i mean we have mm-hmm. raised because they've been raised to be hysterical flakes. Because the teachers mm-hmm. in school are... Look at the teacher that was there with them. Yeah. That was just so radical. Oh, that was... It's <sighs> sickening what we're doing to these kids. Yeah. We're They're out of their minds them. afraid. Yeah. Yes. Because the education system has made them that way. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. If you own a home, your title is stored online. And that's a problem because it's available to be hacked into. And uh, taken by identity thieves who are really good at this title fraud thing. This is uh, one of the really big um, fraudulent scams that's that's going on right now. And the FBI says it's one of the fastest growing crimes in America. They already have. Chances are everything they need to steal your home's title. They forge your signature as the seller. They refile your home under a new name, take out loans against uh, your equity, and you get stuck with the payments. Now, when I first signed up with Home Title Lock, they showed me how easy this is to do. And as soon as they did that, it took them 20 minutes, maybe half an hour, 
to get my title online, and I and then they sent it to me, and I was pretty like that? surprised. That was a good day, right? Yeah, it was a good day. <laughs> I was there. That, yeah, was, that a, was a good day. A little bit of a shocker. <laughs> and there was my signature right on it. And I'm like, how did you? Well, how oh, that was easy. We just traced your signature. Yeah. Oh, okay, because it's right there on the document. Right there. It's not hard. No. <laughs> uh, so you won't know anything about this until late payments show up or you get an eviction order uh, taped up on your door. Your bank can't protect you. There's no insurance program that does that. And other identity theft programs like uh, like LifeLock, which does a great job for other forms of identity theft, they, they, can't, they don't do this. Home Title Lock specializes in title fraud. And they can put a virtual barrier around your online title. You can check to see if you're already a, vic- a victim right now by going to HomeTitleLock.com, register for your free title scan and report. That usually costs about $100. You'll get that free when you sign up. Visit HomeTitleLock.com and get yourself protected. HomeTitleLock.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Spanish company wants to fill the world with conscious carnivores, one steak at a time. This is so great. The company is using three D printers to uh, make meat. <laughs> They're making steaks. That's gross. With a three D printer. Yeah, that sounds tasty. Mmm. That mm. dinner bell is ringing now. Do, do, do you want your printed steak? Uh, rare, medium, well, how do you want this? Ugh, uh, gross. Now, see, it's not actually meat either, uh-huh. which is the good thing. Uh, this is going to sound really tasty to you when I describe it. Okay, I'm listening. But Giuseppe go. Sconti, the founder of Nova Meat, says it's an innovative entree that goes from printer to pan. <laughs> so you, you don't get it medium rare. It just comes out raw, and then you have to cook it. Uh, so... He came up with the idea two years ago. Since then, he's been printing and preparing vegan steaks like this for people around the world. Mm-hmm. It's about new meat. <laughs> I don't, new, I new don't meat. want new meat. Is that like new math? <laughs> yes, they except worse. Suck. Yeah. No. So we're creating the first 3D printed plant-based beef steak. Mmm. The mm. edible ink. <laughs> so far, oh, now it sounds me. delicious. You called it edible ink? Edible oh, ink. sign me up. With ingredients such as rice, peas, and seaweed comes in a cartridge. Now, when my food comes in a cartridge, <laughs> I'm excited from the get-go. Wait, so this is like ink. There's like little printer yeah. cartridges, and they're mm-hmm. shooting out seaweed and rice and what? Ugh. The 3D printer takes the role as sous chef working meticulously to prepare the meat in under 10 minutes then it's printed with the same texture and appearance as normal beefsteak no then you sizzle it a little bit in a skillet with a dash of oregano and it's time to eat Mm, mm, good nope Mm. no so you got here's what here's your ingredients again (laughs) no edible ink (laughs) <laughs> Rice, no peas, no seaweed, no yum, no. Wow, is that delicious sounding? That is horrible. Not enough salt and pepper in the world, man. No, man, that's disgusting. That is grotesque. <laughs> I wouldn't even consider. I'm starving. 
One taste tester eagerly weighed in. I think it tastes good. Wow. That was a direct quote. Oh, that sounds like, Mm. that sounds genuine. Yeah, doesn't it? It tastes great. Wow. Wow, that was yummy. I can't wait to have some more. I mean, maybe make dog food like this, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Or something? Who cares? I don't know. And then we can, I mean, if the know, dogs eat it, then fine. We can use like the real food Oof, on adults. That's unbelievable. This is gross. 3D printed steak. I don't care for that. <laughs> I, I don't know. No. Uh, 3D printed guns? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm all about that. 3D, 3D printed tools? Okay. Uh, 3D printed food of any kind, but especially steak? Uh, no, thank you. No, yeah, thank I'm, you. I'm starving to death at that point. If that's all we're down to, ink in the uh, food printer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on the uh, kitchen counter. Yeah. Nah, I'm going to call it a life. Thanks. I'd rather eat what this guy ate to survive in the wilderness for five oh, days we in a get snowstorm. To that. Yeah. Yeah. This, this guy survived on five days oh. with something from Taco Bell. We'll tell you about that. He was stranded in a snowstorm, had nothing but what was in his Taco Bell bag. Wait a minute. And 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 we have a video. Mm-hmm. I got to ask you about later. Would you rather have what they're going to eat in the video or the 3D printed meat? We got to get mm-hmm. to that. Oh, All right. yes. Coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. 888 And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, where in terms of like such as <laughs> tweets, uh, I just realized that we can't call people snowflakes anymore because mm-hmm. apparently we haven't had any snow for years. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't even know what we're talking about. Fair point. Stupid. Mm-hmm. The deactivist. Uh, once socialist programs were instituted, they're impossible to get rid of. Nothing democratic about that. From agonizing pumpkin giblets. <laughs> Not only will they freeze, will they freeze to death? Their leaders will not, mm-hmm. and that's very kids, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, constitutional drunk tweets: uh, The Earth survived a meteor impact 65 million years ago that killed the dinosaurs. Now we're worried about cow farts and coal usage killing the planet. Yeah, that one of my one of my arguments is has always been that God created an Earth. That could sustain life on it. And are we supposed, do we have an obligation and a responsibility to take care of it as best we can? Yes. But he knew that there was going to be civilization and industry and industrialization. He knew there was going to be SUVs, coal-fired power plants, uh, airplane travel. And he knew that the planet was going to have to be durable and Renewable and self-healing. And it is. How many times has the ozone repaired itself? Remember the ozone used to be the big thing they talked about all the time. There's holes in the ozone layer. What happened to those? Why aren't we hearing about ozone layer holes anymore? Because they repaired themselves. Hmm. They, I mean, the, the ocean absorbs 95% of the heat so that it doesn't get 200 degrees hotter on this planet than it otherwise would be. Yeah, things were created for a reason. Do, yeah. 
Do you think God knew we were going to uh, invent 3D printed meat? Yeah, I, I, you think so? I think he even saw that coming. But he also created, well, well, insects. Yes, he did. So, and insects are being pushed by the UN for some reason to <sighs> as like a big protein source, and we're supposed to be eating oh, bugs gross. for some reason. <sighs> the UN has been. All over this for the last couple of years. They really want us to eat bugs. I'm not going to. No, 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 no. And what is this bug thing? Why? Look at this. Look at this. Look at this crap. Those are bugs being put on crackers and eggs and avocado and just. Why would you do that? Because you want the whole world to be the third world. Chef Joseph Yoon. Oh, look at the size of that. I don't know, cockroach? Looks like. When I started doing research into edible insects, right. I was you were fascinated. Fascinated. And I fell into the wormhole. I fell into the wormhole. Huh, that's funny. See what he did there? You should stay in that wormhole. I was trying to remove the stigmas uh-huh. and sort of the sensationalism of the insects. Not only is it high in protein and healthy for you, but it is also very, no. very sustainable. <laughs> There's your answer. That's unbelievable. That's grotesque. There you go. That's And that's why the UN is pushing that right now. Very, very sustainable. Mm. Uh, we can eat bugs for a long time to come. Long mm. time. Because bugs just keep coming. Uh, so so there you go. Would you, would you eat the bug yeah. or would you rather have the 3D printed oh. steak? Oh. I'm, going, I'm going 3D 3D printed. all the way. Yeah, 3D well, printed steak. That'll be steak. a Pat poll um, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Bugs or 3D printed meat? And in fact, um, uh, head chef Matthew just walked in there. You ever cooked with bugs before in there? Huh? No? All right. Very good. Uh, you should be. Because it's really, really new- renewable. It's, uh, it's, it's really sustainable. So we should be doing yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, you know, just it's a way be to responsible. Save the Do you love the planet or not? Matthew? Obviously he doesn't. Does not. Obviously he doesn't. Clearly. Yeah. So yeah, for me, uh, me and mine, I'm eating the three D printable. Yeah, I'm going, uh, yeah, I'll just give me some of that nasty uh, rice. Rice and, ink. <laughs> edible ink. <laughs> yeah, give me some of that. Mm-hmm. Which has got to be nasty. And especially especially coming out of a cartridge. And going through a 3D printer. Yeah, do you go down to the Best Buy and be like, doesn't yeah, sound good. I got, a, I got, I got this. Uh, Give me the edible. I ink. got the Canon. It's the R O one two cartridge rice. I guess we're doing rice twelve. Does the rice fit in that? Or? I don't know. It seems like the one at home. I didn't bring the empty. It seems like it's wider than this one. Now this will fit the rice and the peas, right? The rice and the peas. And the edible ink all go into the same cartridge? Because the yeah, manual okay. says, don't right. use generic. Use the <laughs> Canon Rice 012 <laughs> cartridge. Still, way better than the gigantic yeah. cockroaches not, he no. was putting in I'm stuff. I'm never no, knowingly you. putting a bug in my mouth ever. It's just nasty. That I don't care how, how high in protein it is or how sustainable it is. I don't care. No, it's not happening. Uh, Noreen in Michigan. You're on the blaze. Hi. I'm from Michigan, but I'm actually, my husband and I are in Portugal for the week. Oh, and, nice. Um, well, yeah, dedicated to yeah. call. <laughs> well, um, yeah, it was my 50th birthday on Friday. My husband had to come here for travel, so he said, why don't oh. you just make it a vacation? So yeah, anyway, very nice. I'm very lucky. Yes, yeah. Thank you. 
And Pat, I have to thank you because you scream so I don't have to. Um, and I do have to tell you, uh, I think I psychically brought you here with me because every time my husband says something like, okay, in 100 meters, we take a right, I hear your voice saying, how far is that? <laughs> is it three there's miles? no way to tell. Nobody there's, knows. Yeah, there's no way to tell. <laughs> no, no, that's awesome. But anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. Love you guys so much. Thank wait, wait, you. Wait, what time is it over there right now? Uh, it is one oh six in the afternoon. Oh, that's weird. It's Which is uh, even better. I, yeah. I didn't have to wake up early to listen to you guys. <laughs> that is great. great. All right. Thanks, Noreen. Appreciate it. Uh, good luck with that metric system. Uh, who knows where you'll wind up. It's impossible. You'd start in Portugal, and then in 100 meters, you might be in Germany. And she may never get to back to knows? the States. Yeah, there's no way to tell. Quite honestly. There's there's no way to tell. That would be so confusing. To be in a country, and I haven't been for a long time, to be in a country with a metric system, no mm-hmm. idea. I, I I have no idea. What My it. biggest fear is if I go <laughs> to a foreign country and I am going to drive on the wrong side of the road. You know, there's like, only there's only a few countries that drive on the left side. England being one of them, obviously. But I think there's yeah, Portugal is the same as us. I, I think they're the exception rather than the rule. Really? Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Did you see anybody see part two of uh, the Michael Jackson documentary last <laughs> night? Leaving Neverland. Ugh. Good golly. Really? Was it worse than I, night one? No, night one was the worst. Okay. It, it was creepy and, and just kind of disturbing. Not kind of. Very, very disturbing. And so it just left you feeling icky. Last night was much less disturbing because they just talked about... Uh, I mean, they didn't go into descriptive detail, graphic detail about the kinds of things he did to the kids. Um and it just, it was kind of later in life and mm-hmm. how Michael After moved the, on to other kids. Like fall out or something. And would only come back to these two when he needed them Ugh. to um, to basically testify for him at his trials, both in 1993 and 2004. And uh, one of them did both times, testified on his behalf. Uh, and it's interesting because Wade Robson, who was the kid who... Michael abused from seven years old till he was 14, when, uh, allegedly, uh, went on to huge stardom with NSYNC. He was the choreographer and, and kind of the manager for NSYNC and Britney Spears. So the guy was super successful later in life. And that's kind of in part to, you know, what he learned from Michael. So he, that guy has, I mean, they were messed up. Both of them, just all of them were messed up from what happened to him. Um, and again, that Vanity Fair article <clears throat> is really interesting to me that it, it had uh, 10 undeniable, undeniable facts that absolutely everybody knows and are not disputed. So you can say all you want. Well, the, sure, these kids slept with him, but they said he didn't do anything to him. So maybe he didn't. But there are certain facts that remain that lead you to believe at least lead me to believe he did what they say he did. For instance, there's no dispute that at 34, Michael Jackson slept more than 30 nights in a row in the same bed with 13-year-old Jordy Chandler at the boy's house with Chandler's mother present. And you think, what is the matter with these parents? And I, that's, that's what I think. But then you hear the parents talk, uh, speak about the situation on the documentary, and I still wouldn't do what they did, I don't think, <laughs> but you kind of understand it. 
because they knew him and they loved him. And in both of the cases that, that they talked about, both mothers felt like Michael was sort of their child, too. Um, so five boys Michael Jackson shared beds with have accused him of abuse. Jordy Chandler, Jason Francia, Gavin Arvizo, Wade Robson, and Jimmy Safechuck. Robson and Safechuck were the two that were featured in the documentary. Um, and he paid, Jackson paid $25 million to settle the Chandler lawsuit. Now, he said he just did that because he didn't want it to drag on for years. And he just wanted the problem to go away. Other people looked at that maybe as somewhat of an admission of guilt. This one is a pretty damning piece of evidence. Uh, Jackson, of course, had vitiligo, and it affected his every part of his body. And he had some markings on the underside of his man unit. And Jordy Chandler drew a picture of Jackson's unit with the very markings it had on there. Now, how did he know? Psychic? No, I don't think so. Plus, the hallway leading to Jackson's bedroom was a big-time security zone covered by video and wired for sound, and so that he would know if anybody was approaching his video or, or his uh, room where he was alone with the boys so that he could stop doing whatever he was doing if somebody came in. Uh, he had an extensive collection of adult pornography that the boys talked about in the documentary that he used. And so they found all of that. That was true. He did have it. And his finger tr- uh, fingerprints and the fingerprints of the boys uh, were on it. I mean, there is some damning evidence here. Mm-hmm. It's not just the testimony of these two guys. Um, looks pretty bad for Michael Jackson. And, you know, of course, he's not around to defend himself, but his family is certainly defending him. And they've launched a $100 million lawsuit against HBO for showing the documentary. On what grounds? Do we know? Uh, wait, wait. On the grounds that I think that Stuff they... Was supposed s- to stay sealed up? Or? Yeah, they signed an agreement with HBO clear back in 92 or 93 when they did a concert, a Michael Jackson concert on HBO. And... I guess part of that arrangement was that HBO couldn't say anything bad about Michael Jackson afterward. Hard to believe that lasts in perpetuity, but Mm -hmm. maybe. I mean, here we are 26 years later. You're still enforcing that contract? I don't know. That's a mess. We'll see. We'll see. 888-933-93 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let me tell you about uh, RidUZone. This is something that just about everybody in this building uses or used. It was launched by a local company that produced a metabolite of olive oil. And so it has that OEA in it. OEA has been proven to uh, boost your metabolism and reduce appetite. There was a six-year study that shows when you lose weight, your body actually thinks something bad is happening to you. And so it slows down your metabolism to allow you to gain the weight back. Really thoughtful um, when you think about it. It's just not what you want to happen. So this speeds your metabolism back up and helps to control your appetite. It's a patented ingredient uh, that does all of those things. And 
it can be yours now for 30% off a three-month supply. Go to RidUZone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com, enter the promo code PAT, and you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. RidUZone.com, promo code PAT. At Pat Unleashed uh, from me, Miller, 0617. I personally vow to single-handedly save our planet and reduce carbon emissions by planting acres of kale. Who's with me? Uh, Not me. I'm not with you. Uh, Steve Madersky tweets, 3D printed bacon may be worth a try. From conservatarian ladies, so printed meat or bugs? No, neither. I'll eat Twinkies and drink Field of Greens. Yeah. Yeah, that would work. Nobody important tweets, I'll eat snow before I eat bugs or 3D printed steak. Oh, yellow snow, right? Oh, yellow snow, yeah. No. Q, Q. I'm going to not eat anything Mm. in that respect. I think I'd go with the 3D printed steak before yellow snow. Yes. In fact, I'd go with bugs before. Oh, no. Just, just. Uh, that's Just a tough end, one. End it. Just, you know what? Yeah, end that's it at a tough that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, what this guy did when he was stranded in central Oregon after a snowstorm, he was he was stuck for five days before Oof. people got to him. Oh, no. Was he eating yellow snow? No. No. Uh, he, but his dog was there, so he could have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he and his dog survived by eating taco sauce packets. Yeah, they had the oh, wow. uh, Taco Bell fire sauce, and that's what he ate for five days. Oh, see, I can't take spice, <laughs> so I just starve to death. I'd just die. Wow. Now, Stu has often joked that... I know, I was thinking this too. He had that, what, what was it, the soy, soy sauce, sauce or something? In soy desk. sauce packets in yeah. his desk, and he that's what he has for he his emergency, for emergency preparedness. <laughs> it actually works. That is awesome. Who knew? <laughs> Finally, a snowmobiler found Jeremy Taylor... 36 of Sun River uh, on Friday after five days and a search and rescue team member who rode up to him on a large snow tractor brought him out of the woods. Uh, But he's an avid outdoorsman, loves to go off-roading and this time got stuck in a snowstorm. Mm. And so for five days he was out there. He started to hike out with the dog and the snow was just too deep. He couldn't do it. And so he went back to the truck, started it every once in a while just to so he didn't freeze to death. Yeah, it was also so he could plug in his uh, 3D printer and make some meat right there, right? <laughs> no? <laughs> that would have been nice, probably. He probably would have liked that, but nope, just the taco sauce, mm. which is, uh, that's amazing that you can survive on that. For, yeah, and I'm sure he had some snow, too, that he could use probably. as water, you know, plenty of that around. Wash it down, wash the sauce down with the snow. <laughs> Wow, that's, un- that's, that's something that would happen to me. That's great stuff. Right there. Yeah. He gets stuck in the snow somewhere like a dummy. There must be some nutritious, nutritional value then to the Taco Bell fire sauce, right? Must be something in it that helps. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety. Of course, you could go without eating for five days. I don't, I don't know if you could go without drinking, but you got plenty of snow to drink. So, yeah, you'd be all right either way. Either way, right? 
You know what? I'm not impressed by hungry. this story of survival. Actually, what a stupid story. What a he could have not. He could have not eaten anything for right? five days. My gosh, man! Jesus went for forty days. Not impressed. By forty. This. I. You know what? This guy. Mm-hmm. No, not impressed at all. Not impressed. You know what? You five days. Tell me. Tell me. You went for a month and a half. Thank you. On taco sauce. Yeah. yeah. And where's Peter? Then, where's you know? Peter sticking up for this poor dog that was dragged against his right? wheel into the middle of nowhere and had to suffer inside a vehicle, all trapped with nothing but hot By sauce. By the way, you know what that does to the bowels of a if dog? Push comes to shove. Oh there's gosh. your food source right there. there you go. The dog. The dog. Yeah. You eat the dog. Man, you had so many fail safes, sir. I am not right? impressed by this story. In fact, I'm embarrassed that I wasted. <laughs> the ink on this. I should have been using rice ink. Yeah, you should. And made 3D meat instead. This guy is it's not a stupid impressive story. at all. Guy pisses me off, frankly. Yeah, I'm upset now. I am genuinely <laughs> hacked off. Yeah, all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, we got this fun story from the royal family. The royal family is always just so great to hear about. I oh. love their exploits. I love to follow them around and see yeah. what they do and who they're marrying. Oh, you're one of those? You, you like to watch oh, all these weddings from like oh, sun up to yeah. sundown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the festivities and You the know speeches? what I do is I watch old VCR tapes of uh, Princess Princess Di and Charles' wedding. I watch that over and over and over. Wow, you yeah. are Probably at least three or four times a month wow. since 1981. Why, you're just Sitting there um, mm-hmm. throwing back Taco Bell hot sauces. Yep. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I just follow the royal family because they're so relevant. Strange cat. Love them. Mm. Love them. Well, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry mm-hmm. have decided to raise their baby. Now, she's very, very pregnant. Okay. And uh, they're going to have, well, we don't know because they're, they're going to have a, they're going to raise their baby gender fluidly. And they, quote, won't impose stereotypes, unquote, on it. I want to puke. <laughs> so ridiculous. This is the dumbest It's thing. time to end the monarchy! End it! Okay, stop the whole stupid thing in Britain, stupid. okay? it do, It's not real anymore. It hasn't been real for about 200 years. Yeah. Can we stop with the sham in England? Mm-mm-mm. And what is this... If this kid grows up to uh, take the throne, is it going to be a queen or a king? I guess it gets well, to we decide. Well, we don't know. It'll decide. It'll let us know. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. Ah! They're not going to decide. For the child, that would be silly and wrong. Source close to the couple told Vanity Fair Meghan Markle, who's uh, 37 now. Now, Harry's only 33, right? 32, 33? Mm, I don't know. She's older than he is. <laughs> She was telling guests at her recent baby shower in New York she would raise their baby in a fluid way. He's 34. Hmm. I'm she surprised was, you didn't know that since you're such a royal... I know. I, I was seeing... A royal I was testing, head. I was testing you. That's what we'll I was testing you, you to uh, see if you could figure it out really quick. Uh-huh. And you did. I've, I'm impressed. Yeah, thank you, Google. Uh, she was talking openly about it, according to a source to the magazine. Hmm. Uh, uh, the son, I guess. Uh, Megan has no. been talking to some of her friends about the birth and how she and Harry plan to raise their baby. Her exact word was fluid. Stupid. Oh, my gosh. Fluid. I, you know what? Fluid royalty. That's a good band As name. soon as the baby is born, should be removed from their custody. Hmm. I This fluid thing is asinine. It's asinine. Can we get a grip on ourselves in society, please? Just get a grip. There's no such thing as raising a baby fluidly. 
Yep. Fluid. I can't fl- take yep. it. You like that band name? Fluid Royalty? You want to go with that one? Sure. It's better than the Connells. Whoa, tell you that. Whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. Mike mm-hmm. and David Connell are only respecting their last mm-hmm. name, mm-hmm. sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I can't, I can't. Uh, I mean, really? Do we have to go along with this fluid thing? No. Do we have to? No. Is this another thing we're going to be beat down with? I'm putting my foot down. No. I can't. I can't go along with the I'm not doing fluidity that. I'm of not doing gender. No. warming crap. And that's no. the problem with some of this stuff. See, when it starts costing you money, like like climate change uh, policies, crap yep. like that, yep. that's agonizing enough. I mean, that that's horrible. This uh-huh. right here is agonizing enough because you're changing the face of a society. You're like, oh, we're gender fluid. Boy, my kids are going to just have a great time living in this world. And I believe gender is eternal. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's really hard to swallow then. That it, not only is it not eternal, but you can't even tell by what's in their pants. And uh, you can't raise them as a boy if they've got a little unit in there or as a girl if they've got a hoo-ha. Tell you what. You can't. You can't raise them that way. You know what? Put me in a vehicle buried in snow in central Oregon with some Taco Bell sauce packs and let's just... Or as the Ramon said, put me on an airplane. Hurry, hurry, hurry. I want to be sedated Uh or something. Yes, yes. You know, you could almost do that. Uh, When was the last (laughs) time you had your ears professionally cleaned? Um, If if you got itchy ears, some pain there, they feel plugged up, you sound like you're talking in a tunnel when you speak... Wax RX was developed by a physician, and it's technology that safely and effectively removes earwax and then conditions your ears with pH conditioned formula. Now you can use Wax RX without a prescription. No more expensive trips to the doctor. You don't need to. It was developed by a doctor. It's the same kind of thing. You can do it in your own home. Risk free. Try it today. Just go to usewaxrx.com, use the offer code radio at checkout, and they'll throw in free shipping. It's a real solution for stubborn wax buildup. Use WaxRx.com. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Uh, 888-933-93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. All right, I got a couple of uh, superstar sports heroes to talk about. Which do you want to hear about first? There's there's two of them here. Okay. Uh, both equally huge in their respective uh, sport. Do I get to pick? Who I should mean... we start with first? I got one in my left hand, one in my right. Which okay, would you rather hear about? Uh, I want to go with the one in your left hand first, please. Which one? The one in your left hand. One in my left hand. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're talking about Bryce Harper here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Major Baseball. League Baseball All-Star. Yeah. Home run. Bryce Harper. Yeah. 25, 26 years old, something like that. Just signed the biggest contract in the history of man. Wow. A 13-year, $330 million contract with the Phillies. Wow. He signed that finally last week. Everybody was concerned about him for months because he hadn't signed. And now it finally happened. Yeah. Apparently, California lost out on him. The San Francisco Giants really wanted him, and they went after him. And he said, "Eh, no, thank you. Apparently, because, why do you think? The Giants have no shot at a pennant. (laughs) Well, I mean, over 13 Um, years, you would hope they would have at least. He doesn't like to play in that park. Uh Maybe it's too big. He doesn't like the Pacific time zone. (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, it's too cold in the the spring. I I don't know. Uh, No, the high taxes, the mega high taxes (laughs) in California. 
He, you know, you signed a three hundred and thirty million dollar deal in California. Uh-huh. You're going to get about twelve dollars of that, right? <laughs> I mean, roughly. Uh, roughly. I mean, I mean, it's yeah. You're rounding. I'm rounding up. Up. <laughs> I'm rounding up. It's about twelve bucks. And so Bryce said, mm, "No, thank you." And he went pass. with uh, Philadelphia's uh, high taxes instead. I was kind of hoping <laughs> he was going to wind up in Texas with the Houston Astros, uh. where there's no state tax. Yeah, I don't know who all was pursuing him, but I don't either. I would definitely factor that in. <clears throat> the Yankees. I really thought the Yankees should have gone after him, but oh, they yeah. they didn't. That's a low tax haven up they there. Didn't. Everybody's hiding their money in New York. Yeah, <laughs> true. And I mean, New York, California. They're you know. That's six of one, half a dozen of the other when it comes to taxes. But you're going to be on a contender every single year, and you know that you've got committed owners who are going to continue to try to get this sort of talent around you that helps you get to a pennant, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently they were never interested. I don't think they even went after him. The Braves were interested. Were they? Yeah, yeah. I, and that was the rumor. The only teams I ever heard of chasing him were Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Atlanta. Mm. I think. I mean, there were several others, but I just don't. Remember I thought I their saw. I, I thought I saw the Astros might have been interested, but I don't know how serious it was. Yeah, the difference in tax rate though between uh, California mm. and uh, Pennsylvania is is big. Stark. They have a flat tax rate of three point oh seven percent in Phil- in uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, California is just slightly is higher. Is it in the ballpark of that, Pat? Uh, that's a good you see one. See what I Keith. did there in the morning time? <laughs> yeah, they they only tax their residents twelve point three percent, and that's not all. Oh, and then uh, <laughs> it's another thirteen point three percent state income tax rate. So, and that's not all. Uh, and an additional 1% for those making $1 million or more per year. Okay, so you're actually talking about 26 27% when you add it all up? <laughs> then, well, hold on. Oh, let me see this. State and local yeah. taxes? So, Is that right? Yeah, I think there's an extra tax in San Francisco and all that stuff. But that extra 1% wow. for millionaires yeah. goes to mental health problems. Uh, you know, and that's, Oh, uh, yeah, mental a, health services tax. A lot, of, a lot of that going on in that's California. Great. So you can never have enough money for that. Okay, Ooh. that's that's unconstitutional. That's brutal. frankly, that's just frankly unconstitutional. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. So no wonder you didn't go to the Giants. I yeah, wouldn't either. I wouldn't. Nope. Make twenty six percent less? No thanks. No, I don't think so. I'll go with the three percent in Pennsylvania. Jeez. All right. The other superstar. And by the way, just to clarify, it's twelve point three and that extra one percent. Yeah. So okay, so it's not like twenty seven percent. Oh, it's okay. They're, they're saying so it's thirteen point three. Oh, it's thirteen point three altogether. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But still, all right. Still ridiculous and four times as high 13. as Pennsylvania. You're not talking about federal. You're talking about a state income yes, tax. Yes, you're not even thirteen point three percent. Good gosh. And remind the good folks what the uh, state income tax is in Texas. Not zero. Okay. It's zero. Hmm. Yeah, so you pay the federal taxes, income tax, and that's it. You're done. So in California, you add the 13.3 on top of the 40% already there. Because I think they didn't they eliminate the Obamacare tax? So you got about 40%. So that's only 53% of your taxes that will uh, will come out of your wages. Yeah. and, and 53% with, of your earnings. Not with, bad. With the ever radicalization of the Democratic Party, who knows by year oh, that's th- not enough. By year thirteen yeah. of Bryce Harper's contract, mm-hmm. what the income tax, the federal rate will be. No kidding. Um, as we look, could ahead, be ridiculous under President if, AOC. Yeah, if they pick, if they take over, look out. 
All right. The other superstar that we got to talk about yeah, is yeah, yeah. the world's number one ranked okay. bridge player. Say what? Uh, the world's number one ranked bridge player. <clears throat> this is this is the big star who... Uh, yeah, I know this guy. Yeah. Girl, uh, Carrie Ann Opsel. Who? Is the president of the Norwegian oh. Bridge Federation. Uh, and they're upset that Gear Helgimo... Helgimo? Gear Helgimo has uh, been the number one star in Norway. And in fact, he's the world's number one ranked player. And he has now been suspended. Gear Helgimo. Uh, he's been suspended for anti-doping rules. <laughs> in, no, in bridge? Wow. He's br- okay. So, uh, let's see. He tested positive <laughs> for the band substances clomiphene which is a female fertility drug and synthetic testosterone come on gear gear try to get what your fingers stronger so that mm-hmm. you can fan out the cards yeah, card, a little bit card, easier cards are heavy <laughs> that card that? stock paper it's not like thin it's not like this crap here i mean those are thick playing cards that you have to hold yeah so yeah. i see what he's doing there <laughs> He's been suspended until November second. Well, um, good, 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 good. I mean, because you don't you don't want the female fertility drug to be influencing your bridge playing ability. I wonder what I wonder what is the point of taking a female fertility drug as a man? I don't. Well, I mean, it's twenty nineteen. Maybe he was trying to start a family. Damn that! I don't know. Now the synthetic testosterone you can understand if it wasn't bridge we were talking about oh listen to you <laughs> have you tried holding not just one but you have to hold like you know six seven eight cards at a time yeah it's a lot it's a lot of strain on the it's hands a lot. it's heavy you're right it's a lot but they say it wasn't performance enhancing so i don't know what he's taking this stuff for starting a family they even admitted yeah it, it doesn't Enhance your performance in bridge. <laughs> what what would enhance your so performance I don't, in bridge? I don't know. Uh, okay. Sharper mind, a better memory. A better I cushion I don't know. for the seat. You're probably I in competition all day. So, um, yeah, there. the drugs were not performance enhancing. Gear Helgimo has previously played for the Norwegian national team and is our biggest star. Many within the bridge community... <laughs> no gear and respect him. Even after his performance-enhancing right, drug right. problem? He's trying to blacklist this guy. It's time for that. It's a bridge community? Is that what we're doing here? <laughs> the bridge community. The bridge community. Okay. He's highly respected yeah. in the bridge community. Well, I, I want to make that clear. All right? We don't want to besmirch anyone in the bridge community. And if, if you're in the bridge community, we'd yes. like to hear from you today and and see how you're feeling about Gear's suspension. <laughs> phone, li- phone lines are open now for anyone who identifies as being a member of the bridge community. 888 if you're in the bridge community and you want to talk about gear. Today's your morning. This is, this this is, is your time. A time specifically set aside for you. <laughs> Meanwhile, while we wait for the bridge community yeah. to sound off on gear. Yeah, Martin, um, uh, Candace, <clears throat> um, front of the line. Anybody from the bridge community, just put them right at the top. <laughs> right on through. Yeah. Uh, Hillary is apparently not running. She just made that announcement. Um, she said she's not going to run this year. I don't believe this. Or in 2020. Okay. So are you, you, you don't, you think she'll still get in? Mm. I don't know. 
I don't I think trust she might be done. Clinton. I think she might be finally done. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this will play, but she was speaking at a church <laughs> in Selma, Alabama. Oh, okay. For Bloody Sunday civil rights observance. And uh, here's what Hillary had to say. Just never forget. There is an other side in America. And they yeah, never right, give right. up. Mm-hmm. They never quit. They're never discouraged. Mm-hmm. They are motivated every single day mm-hmm. to try to pull back rights, to try to suppress rights, what? to try to prevent people from fulfilling their own God-given potential. <laughs> and so about? they did go to work. And when they went to work, they found a receptive Supreme Court mm-hmm. who came up with mm-hmm. the most absurd decision. There are a lot of absurd decisions, but this is in many ways the most absurd. The Congress is supposed to legislate based on evidence and facts, which we did, and then it gets up to the Supreme Court and they say, oh, you don't need that anymore. We, we don't need that voting rights stuff. You don't, you don't have to hold states and municipalities accountable. We're, we're beyond all that now. What nonsense, absolute absurd nonsense. And what was the result? They Mm -hmm. gutted the Voting Rights Act. I was the first person who ran for president without the protection of the Voting Rights Act. And I will tell you, it makes a really big difference. And it it doesn't just make a difference in Alabama and Georgia. Where else? It made a difference in Wisconsin, where the best studies that have been done Mm -hmm. said somewhere between 40 and 80,000 people were turned away from the polls. What? Because of the color of their skin. (laughs) Because of their age, because of whatever excuse could be made up Mm. to stop a fellow American citizen from voting. Because Wisconsin is so, so conservative, so pro-Trump. Wisconsin is, is a state that is likely to be the place where they're turning away blacks and the aged or the young or whatever based on their race and on their age. What are you even talking about? Where is she getting this stuff? Based on the best studies? Like, what study is that? I, I, if that is unbelievable. Hey, Hillary, if you're not running, please go away. Please go uh, away. I really wish she would because that is, that's amazing. Based on the best studies, <laughs> they were turned away because of their race or their age, or whatever excuse they could come up with. sixty to 80,000 people? Shut up. Get- <laughs> and that's in just in Wisconsin alone, Pat. Don't forget. Right, right, right. Uh, and then she also uh, went back into that weird accent thing that she oh, does when she's in gosh. the South, uh, speaking to a certain audience. Uh, when you listen to this, mm-hmm. please tell me. I know she's trying to be all biblical and all this good stuff. Mm-hmm. Please tell me. It sounds like she's advocating that dead people should be allowed to vote. Listen to this nonsense. Here she is. Mm-hmm. We're going to read her lips there. I said be glad in it. Oh. 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 And then let's get to work. Reverend Green, when those bones get up. <laughs> and when that spirit is breathed into them. Mm-hmm. And they start climbing out of that valley. The first place they go is to register to vote. What? Okay. Uh huh. I don't feel no ways tired. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, that's it. That was all in Selma, Alabama. Oh, good. Where we also had this 
go on some years ago. There's some good craziness going on because, because they looked at each other and they decided we know that mm-hmm. in, in the world as it has been, it might not be possible for us to get together and have a child. A child. But something's stirring across the country because of what happened mm-hmm. in Selma, Alabama, because some folks are willing to march mm-hmm. across a bridge. Right, right. And so, so they got yeah. together and uh, um, Barack, Barack Obama, Obama Jr. Jr. was born. Now he's Four years before Selma, Alabama took place. But don't let that ruin the great story about Barack Obama Jr. being born. (laughs) The lies and the nonsense that come out of these people's faces when they're in Selma, Alabama is pretty amazing. Pretty, pretty amazing. 888-933-93. Let me tell you about uh, Home Title Lock. This is something you need to have. If you have a mortgage, you're, you've done a refi through a major bank, uh, there's been a lot of data breaches, and that gives thieves everything they need to steal your home's title online. They're all stored there. And so if you're not protected, they just they could forge your signature as a seller, refile your home under a new name, and then take out loans against your equity. And get you get stuck with the payments. You don't know anything about this till the late payments show up, or you get an eviction order. Your bank can't protect you. There's no insurance program that helps, and there's no identity theft program except Home Title Lock that will protect your mortgage. They specialize in protecting your mortgage online. So go to HomeTitleLock.com and get yourself protected. Get your mortgage protected. Thieves could actually sell your home right out from underneath you if they wanted to once this happens. You can find out if you've already been compromised by going to HomeTitleLock.com and register for your free title scanner report. It's a $100 value. You get that free when you sign up. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and get protected today. HomeTitleLock.com Pat Gray Unleashed. Kind of surprised we haven't heard any from anybody in the bridge right. community Where yet. Where are you? Time to represent bridge community. <laughs> this is your day. Uh, Where are you? 888 if you're in the bridge community. And, you know, you're upset about the, the gear hell gimo situation. You, uh, and, and see, the thing is, is that um, they're so <clears throat> prolific, the bridge <clears throat> community. <clears throat> but I think what it is, is... Um, bridge folk, they, they stay out partying all night and they sleep in and they listen, they listen to the podcast. So they're mm-hmm. not up right now okay. uh, to call that could, during could the well live be program. It. That could well be it. <clears throat> uh, triple eight, nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, Ark Builders, Pennsylvania tweets, uh, maybe Alec Jones, Alex Jones was only a few letters off. He said fluoride would doom our kids. Maybe he meant fluid. Mm, talking about the Meghan Merkel, we're not gonna right. we're mm-hmm. not gonna sign a gender to our royal. And that's baby. happening. We've how many stories have we had about that lately? It's mm. it's that's a weird thing that's starting to sweep around the progressive community. Uh, we're gonna let our child determine their gender when they get old enough to figure it out. <laughs> you, know, you know what that that that's a that's a uh, that's the same way of saying uh, you're dumb. This is stupid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. From Atticus. 
Uh, thank you for sharing that survival story. Now I can finally convince my wife why I have a gallon of vodka and a bag of Doritos in my truck. Wait, who's this again? I am again? a survivor. Who's this again? Atticus. I need to meet Atticus. Smallmouth Bass Kurt, uh, I Want to Be Sedated. Great song. <laughs> uh, Rodney in Virginia, Fluid Royalty will be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Foreigner. Yeah, they will. <clears throat> and they're not even together yet. Oh, they're together in my mind. I've already got their first music video. Uh, TJ Toppin tweets, women remember better. I bet he used the fertility drugs for counting cards. Oh, yeah. the uh-huh. Gear Helgimo, the world's number one ranked you uh, player. Why do you keep having to using, add that on there? Everybody yes, knows who I know. Gear Helgimo is. But they may not know that he's been using uh, female fertility drugs to... Who knows what? Strengthen that, its performance? Now, I now, don't know. As much as we love um, Gear, Gear. Gimo and his mm-hmm. place in the world um, that reaches far beyond bridge, but pop culture as well, um, <laughs> does it change your overall opinion of him? I mean... Nah, everybody makes mistakes. We respa- we I'm going to let this time. go. You're going to yeah, let gonna, this one go? I'm going to let it go. Yeah, okay. Reverend Dr. Colonel Caleb <laughs> tweets, uh, the state income tax in Florida is also a nice big goose egg. Uh, but the Marlins are too cheap to go after anyone of value for more than two years. I know. I was going to say, yeah. that's a, Florida, Mar- uh, Miami Marlins are effectively just a minor league system for the rest of the league. Basically, now. they are, so yeah. Sad. Uh, Cheryl Heron looks like gear went a bridge too far. <laughs> see what, <laughs> I see. Exactly and from Ponce de Leon, uh, the jacked up Norwegian bridge player <laughs> flipped over the table oh, and yeah. then. Had to explain that his anger wasn't due to performance enhancing drugs, but because he's Norwegian and plays bridge. <laughs> okay. All righty. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> oh, man. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty three ninety three, And at Pat Unleashed, as you just uh, saw on Twitter, John Stewart actually mm-hmm. gave some praise to the Trump administration. This is kind of interesting because that doesn't usually happen from anyone on the left and clearly john stewart is very very left uh but here he is pla- praising the trump administration on the 9-11 are the cameras on is everybody on me yep the trump justice department is doing an excellent job administrating this program hmm. the claims are going through faster and the awards are coming through hmm. <laughs> the Trump Justice Department. I don't know about anything else. I'm not going to comment on anything else. But that's why we're in the problem that we're in, is the program mm-hmm. works exactly like it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. So now it's Congress's job mm-hmm. to fund it properly and let these people live in peace. That's Thank great. Thank you. That's great. I mean, at least he gave credit where credit's due, yeah. which most lefties will not do. Uh, I don't know a lot of left-wing journalists or comedians who will give Trump credit for anything. They'd rather just say nothing about it and just ignore anything good that he's done. In fact, uh, one of them was just asked, who was it that was just asked if there's anything Trump has done that they agree with? Was it Hillary? Somebody at last week or the week before, they were asked, uh, can you oh, name Oh, oh Harry one? Reid. Was it Harry Reid? Wasn't it? It might have been. 
might have had. Can you name one thing that Trump has – and he couldn't. Uh, but what would I have named during Obama? No. Oh. <laughs> what good thing has Barack Obama done? Mm, I remember one. Uh, I mean, really, like a policy or is it the song? <laughs> yes, you read my yeah. mind. Yeah. He can sing for five seconds at a clip. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was the song. That's it. Uh, it. There was one other thing, and that's that he supported a, an NCAA football playoff of more teams than we currently have. I think that's those huh. are the two things. Wow, that's a, that I agreed with Barack Obama on. And that that right there is an exhaustive <laughs> list, by the way. <laughs> that's, that's an exhaustive a, that's, list. That's where we are going. Okay, eight yes. years. What do we? Okay, he sang. He sang for five seconds. Okay, uh, and then I can uh, think of one actual. Occurrence. However, there's an addendum because it took him so long. But under his watch, the Navy SEALs did kill Osama bin Laden. I mean, that's you got to give credit for the hardest decision made in in 500 years. 500 years because they they had to noodle that out. Yeah. Well, I know we settled this a long time ago, but should we really kill this guy now that we found him? Wait, is this? I don't know. What do you think? I mean, what is it? What make the case? I mean, what has this guy, this what, Osama, is been, what has cause? he done? What has he done? <laughs> like, you know, get me up to speed. Get my right. national security team. Is that is that who yeah. this is? Okay, national security, uh-huh. come in here and brief me on who Osama bin Laden is, and let's see if this is. So worth. we had to go through all that, uh-huh. right, for yeah. six or eight months before oh they finally sent the seals and said, "Yeah, we give you the go ahead." Oh my gosh, kill the guy. Something. I'm going to bring this. Oh, I think I'm going to. Okay, was playing. I think that night. I think he was with one of his buddies playing bridge that night. Remember that? Oh. He was playing something. Yes. Yes. No, that's no. Eisenhower played bridge. No, but seriously, that night he was playing cards. He didn't want to be a part of that decision-making process. He didn't want to know exactly what was going on. Remember? Oh, no, that was Benghazi. Sorry. All of my, uh, all of my Obama <laughs> memories are coming back. Remember, remember during Benghazi? He was staying yeah. tuned out. Yeah, he went and played. He was playing something. He went and did something with that guy he played basketball with yeah. all the time. What was his name? Uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, gosh, Eric. Mm. No, not. I don't, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Dude was playing cards. Yeah, and he, during Benghazi, he retired. He checked out at five o'clock that uh-huh. night. Nothing on his schedule. Nothing. Didn't hear about it again till the next morning. We How found convenient. out. Yeah, it's pretty convenient. Boy, I do not miss that eight years whatsoever. Mm, no. There's no reason to. Well, except for the fact he made the toughest decision in 500 years. I got this. I got this. What is the best thing we can say about Barack Obama? He spared us a Hillary Clinton presidency. Right? Because he stopped her in the primary. That's all I got, man. Yeah, that's great. all I got. That's great. Sorry. No. All right. We will uh, be back here tomorrow on Packer Unleashed. Unleashed.